welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. And I'm Sean. And we're starting again. <laughs> we just had like a whole like 20 minute discussion about like going to see Batman v Zo- or no, uh, Justice League, and we weren't recording it. <laughs> No, we were recording, and then we had to stop it a bunch of times. I don't know because, like, the cat was being a dick, and then I don't even know. But I don't know where what we recorded, what we didn't. So we're just starting again. We were talking about trying to clean shit. Yeah, that, nobody cares about that. Yeah, nobody cares. That's what I talk about every week. It's like you can play a bingo game based off of that. It's like Sean Pretty didn't clean the comics this week. Nope, sure didn't. Sure didn't. No, nope, we were talking. Ta- feeling sick this week, though. Yeah, you. So have. You know, let me, uh, let me, let me do my thing. I don't know what else is going on. We were talking about some sales. We were talking about how Heidi Ho is going to have a sale uh, on Black Friday that mm-hmm. we might go to, and then the next day it's uh, sm- business Saturday. Small business Saturday. Yeah. Uh, they're going to have twenty-five cent comics or twenty comics for. Or wait, a hundred comics for twenty bucks? Maybe yeah. is that what it was? So we might check that that's out. Comics, yeah, because that's easily attainable. That you and I could both buy. Oh, like, I know a total of two hundred comics that day. Yeah, I think didn't we do it last time? No, you know what happened last time? We walked in. We the walked door, in and we got like a ticket, and they're like, and "Hey, you get forty free tickets. comics." And we got, both got tickets because we were like the first people, and the first people there were just like, "Oh wait, whatever, we'll just show up." And they gave us tickets, and like, "Hey, you get like because we go early, thirty everywhere. some odd comics." free for free and i was like fuck man yeah so we walked out of there with a shit ton yeah so it's very possible that we could do something like that again but that's the thing for like a hundred bucks hundred dollar comics for twenty dollars is yeah hundred dollar hundred buck hundred comics hundred comics for twenty dollars is a pretty good deal yeah and and heidi heidi hose does have some great stuff oh yeah if any of the ones that i always look at are on sale that'd be great well hey, if we ever if look i'll tell you what what if we purge, I'm really considering once can I get back in there? Yeah, purging like real good. Well, let's do it because there's a lot of stuff that could go. Sure, and I have one bag full already. Yeah, and I feel like I probably fill another bag or two. Yeah, of it and just we'll just get rid of it because okay. it does not. It's just a lot of stuff that just does not need to uh, exist. Yeah, that's with fine. us, and I would really feel that if we were to short up a bit and just keep the stuff that we like. Yeah, and get rid of the stuff that we don't like. Mm-hmm. you know that actually like i feel like generally like or generally want to read yeah because that's the thing it's like i don't want to i don't want to like keep a bunch of stuff that like i'm just like oh i'm just holding on to this ironically or something well, like we i mean especially if there's like we already read it for the show we both decided we hated it let's get rid of it like why is it still in our collection yeah yeah that's a good point like we hated it we're never gonna touch it again <laughs> get it the fuck out of here it's just taking up space mm-hmm. yeah no, yeah, we'll figure like, it out. I kind of like giving stuff away because kind of once once I get to the point where I'm like I'm letting go, mm-hmm. it feels pretty good. Yeah, you know it's it's getting to that point. I think that's the thing. You and I both have the ability to just be like get this shit out of here. Well, we sometimes we just get to a point where because I know just, people who can't. Yeah, and that's like, weird. You and I don't. We're just like nope, out, out, no, cause, out, cause, out. No, sometimes what happens is you'll just be sitting here and I'll just be like, fuck, I just want to get rid of it. Yeah. Like, he'll just, my mind will just uh, be like, that's okay. it, we're done. Yeah. We're done. It's, good. it's going. Like, I'll do that with, like, a Twitter follower, Twitter, my Twitter, uh, a Twitter accounts that I follow sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because I have this thing that where if I see that I'm following too many accounts, especially if I'm following more accounts that are following me, yeah, I don't like that because I feel it looks uncool. <laughs> I am definitely following more accounts than 
than are following me. I am not quite doing that right now, but I'm not that far off. And I love, often look at it and I go, why am I following this account? And the problem is a lot of it's because like, pe- those people follow me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like either they follow me or they're friends. People that like I just I, feel, I don't know why, but I feel bad. Yeah. I have a, a different thing. I've been using Twitter a little bit differently lately um, instead of just people that I, you know, obviously there's just people I follow, but I have like writing lists i have agents that i follow because i might want to actually submit my work right. to them so i'm kind of got a couple people i'm watching yeah because that's a really good way to find out if they close submissions or whatever or if they're putting out a call for something specific so i do i've been following a lot more like writer accounts agent accounts other writers on twitter you know especially romance writers yeah um to just try to build I think up. I need to sort my stuff into lists i that's what i ended up doing i think i would I like lists, that too yeah. because i like lists yeah yeah, yeah, it's actually very helpful. That's what I do. Because I literally, when I went through to find out like agents to submit to, if they had a Twitter account, I would follow them and put them in the right list. And that's good because then that way you yeah. can just, if you just want to follow a certain list yeah. and just view a certain list, you don't have to view everything. Because here's the thing I don't have Twitter on my phone. Me either. I took it off. I don't have Twitter. I don't have Facebook on my nope, phone. No, took it off. I don't have, I only have Tumblr on my phone. Only thing I have nope. is Instagram because I like taking pictures and I like looking at pictures. And that's something I kind of use as a default when I'm bored. Yeah. If I'm bored standing in line, I'm like, oh, I'll just look at Twitter and Instagram and just look yeah. at the pictures. I did the same thing because I literally couldn't take it any longer. No. Uh, and it's in, but also, it, it takes getting, up a lot more space, too. Well, it took up a lot of space, but it was also just getting to the point where, like, it took up a too much mental space. Yeah. Like, yeah. Facebook, I was like, I don't need to be on Facebook fighting with people about Donald Trump. Uh, so I'm going to get rid of that. And then I don't need to be on Twitter watching whatever fucking nonsense is going on right now. Yeah. I just need to be able to, like, set it aside. Yeah. So now I just, I don't have Tumblr. I don't have WordPress. I feel like that's like a saving grace for me. It's really, it's been really helpful. It's opened yeah. up a lot of mental space for me. Yeah, it's, it's helpful. So I'm not like, oh, what, what's going on? No, it's down. All I have is Instagram. That's fine. There's people who just use Snapchat. Those people are young. Oh, well, those, aren't, those aren't my friends. I don't get Snapchat. No, I can't. I I, like I, I'm not. It's, it's the first app that ever made me feel old. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not just with like, Snapchat. I don't get it. What am I supposed to do? Just make myself look like a bunny all the time? Like, okay, but how do I find people to follow? I don't know. And I'm like, I'm old. Yay! And then I hated everything. Why don't I have the time to sit there and just look through something on Snapchat? I just like, don't understand how to like follow people who are into stuff that I like. Like, how do you search? I don't know. And I'm, it's too fucking hard for me to figure out. So I'm not gonna try. Yeah. I got other shit to do. I got a novel to write, people. That's right. Other shit to do. I have comics to sort. Oh, I got to finish this fucking book, babe. I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, You're doing just fine. That's my that's my book sound. Uh, <laughs> I've got it done. I did a developmental edit. We are, you know, it's, it's done. Now it's just I got to rewrite it. And now I just look at it and go, I don't even want to deal with you. It's a lot. Well, you put a it's lot, a lot into it. It's a lot of fucking work. Well, I got to keep doing it. It's a I lot know. of fucking work. Keep bustling. <laughs> All right. Well, let's stop talking about random things like this. We'll take our break. We'll come back. We'll talk about our book for this week. When you talk about comics, does it sound something like this? Look, you can't put the Superman number 77s with the 200s. They haven't even discovered red kryptonite yet. And you, uh, you can't put the number 98s with the 300s. Lori the Morris hasn't even been introduced. Or maybe it sounds a little more like this. You think Mighty Mouse could beat up Superman? What are you, cracked? Why not? I saw the other day he was carrying five elephants in one hand. Boy, you don't know nothing. Mighty Mouse is a cartoon. Superman is a real guy. 
No way a cartoon could eat up a real guy. Yeah, maybe you're right. Would be a good fight, though. Hello, I am the constantly caffeinated Clinton Robison, and my comics discussions can go to both extremes, but generally fall somewhere in between. On the Coffee and Comics podcast, I will review comic stories and other comics-related topics that can be enjoyed over a cup of coffee. So pour the coffee, or other beverage of choice, and join me on the Coffee and Comics podcast, available on iTunes and coffeeandcomicspodcast.blogspot.com. All right, we're back here on Worst Collection Ever with our book for this week. It is Cage, number 13, from April 1993. And this is uh, Luke Cage, the 90s revival that we're doing here. And, um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been wanting to pull one of these out for a while. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's a 90s book, so I always of like doing course. those. Your favorite. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, they try to make Luke Cage, you know, you know he kind of had his, you know, his 70s vibe, you know, whatever. He was doing his thing. And I, I think the character wasn't around for, like, a number of years Oh, I don't know. Because after he supposedly, they thought that he, you know, he was basically, he was framed for killing uh, Iron Fist. Okay. In the last issue of Iron, um, uh, Power Man and Iron Fist. Okay. He didn't kill Iron Fist. Well, obviously, but, yeah. But somebody thought that they, you know, he got, Iron Fist got murdered by some kid who was a superhero and he got punched really hard through a building. Okay. And they got, got exploded. And okay. The bo- and then the, but that body ended up going into like a pocket dimension because that was a way for them to explain that Iron, F- that Iron Fist didn't really die. Mm-hmm. But then since everybody assumed that it was Iron Fist because of the Luke Cage's strength. Sure. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like he's the only one capable of punching anybody through a building. That and also like I can't remember. Maybe, maybe I'm missing some pieces here. But like also, you know, what would be the motive? Like it could have been any superhero or supervillain. Well, yeah. I mean, all you have to all you need is somebody strong enough to punch somebody else through a building. And the Marvel Universe is littered with those people. Right. So yeah, and so it didn't really make that that didn't always make a lot of sense to me. And Creed Luke Cage had to go on the run, and you know he you know just kind of putzing around, hiding out. And they brought him back in the the late early nineties, and they're like, hey, here's a new series for Cage. Yeah, and so it's a you know book that probably ran for like you know twenty some ish some odd issues, I believe. Mm-hmm. Didn't last very long. Well, I'm not really surprised. Yeah, because this book's kind of boring. It is kind of boring. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I hate to say this, but like, I mean, we've done like Power Man and Iron Fist before. It's not, I don't know, it just doesn't feel like it's action enough. I don't know. I, I prefer him. Yeah, uh, definitely. Obviously in his Power Man and Iron Fist incarnation. Because, I mean, here's the thing. It's like, they're like, we're going to make him tougher because it's the 90s. Yeah. Right? So, oh, man, everybody's got to be tougher and they've got to be grittier. But he's already tough as fuck. So what are we doing with him? Yeah. Nothing. That's kind of what I felt. I really didn't feel they were doing anything with him in this book. No, they didn't really. They, they At least in this issue, maybe they did a lot more stuff with him. I don't know. But this particular issue, I didn't really feel did much of anything except like set the scene for more issues to come. Yeah, I think they were it's setting one of those, up some more. I call them transition issues. That's yeah. basically all they are. So on the cover, we have. Well, the cover, we have uh, a guy. Well, there's there's Cage lifting up a dude above his head. But this dude is on fire. <laughs> Which is kind of great. He has a fire beard. He has a fire beard. Uh, guy's on fire, but he also has like a bunch of cyber... Cyber cables cyber shooting cable, out of his arms. Cyber dread 
thing? Cyber cables? Cyber... I don't know. What are those things called? Cables, I guess. He's got like techno-organic like tendrils. Yeah, tendrils. Muscle sinews. But he's also Uh, on fire. Also on fire. And they're like coming out of his sleeve and they're like going all over the cover and then they're wrapping around Cage, who's wearing some great pink pants. So here's this is the question I have because Cage... Why is Cage wearing awesome pants? Well, because Cage in his reboot, he was dressed, uh, they gave him like, you know, he had a red shirt and he didn't have his uh, crown thing on his head. Yeah, well, those crown things kind of silly. So he, but he just wears it around his waist. But he's not even wearing it. He's just wearing like regular dude clothes. Probably because wasn't he getting off a plane? Isn't that what happened when he ran into this guy that we see here on the cover? Yeah. Yeah. So he's probably just wearing regular guy clothes. Well, that's he's this, up, like this up here in the corner, like his red shirt and his black uh, blazer and yeah, his yeah, yeah. whatever. Like that's his uniform new outfit. But this, yeah. for some reason, invokes his old outfit. Can I also just oh. point out uh, there is a, like it looks like a stamp here. It just says warning. This toy is flammable. Why? And why is toy trademarked? This toy TM is trademarked. You know what? I think it's because the villain in this book is the tinkerer. So uh, maybe they're trying to trademark like, oh, this is his toy. I don't know why, but dumb. you know, they can, uh, I don't know, maybe there's finding a way to not uh, get fucked. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, but that's the cover. So the story is called... What is the story called? Uh, good question. I don't know if it has a name. Does oh, it, it does have a name. It's called Sudden Burning. That's a terrible name. It is. Sounds like a sounds like a STD. It does. I got off the ship, and went out for su- a good time, and then I su- woke up and I had sudden burning. So apparently, there's this uh, eight. Where I think we're in like the. Uh, yeah, where the fuck are we at this first page? We're in a corporate place called the Corporation. There's like just people fighting. Yeah, there's like a guys who like I think I think they send out like contract killers and stuff like that. To the point where they literally have a guy named Contract. Yeah. That is a killer. Yeah, they've got all names like Troubleshooter. Like, yeah, Troubleshooter. You have Kickback, who sequence, is kicking. Replay. No, that's just something else. What, Sequence? Yeah. He's not look, a guy? No, because you look uh. back on this thing here. So you have Mr. Miracle, who is a Fantastic Four villain. Kangaroo, who is a Spider-Man villain, who's dead. R.I.P. Uh, Contract, who looks like Carl from uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> You have. Uh, <laughs> Let's pretend it is Carl from Hunger so Carl Force. Hunger I Force. mean, nobody really knows. What, does anybody really know what Carl does? I mean, I stopped watching Aqua Teen a long time ago. Well, he, so when, he, when, when we join him, he is a landlord in Jersey with hair, exactly. hairy shoulders. But that's so. all he does. He doesn't do anything else. So perhaps this, that this was, was his a, retirement. This was Yeah, this is his gig beforehand. That's what he did beforehand. I and now that... he rents to uh, some fries and a soda and a meat wad. And a meat wad. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know how they pay him, but apparently they do. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, then you also have Manslaughter, who Manslaughter is actually uh, uh, a friend of ours from, uh, well, not of, of yeah. ours, but... <laughs> yes, I know Manslaughter well. We had a, him over for Thanksgiving last he's year. He's a friend of mine from the Defenders <laughs> comics, the ah. late issue Defenders comics. Yeah. He's a dude from there. He's got a, a nice little headband slash eye patch that he wears. Yeah, that's a weird drawing of him. Can we just say that? Oh, well, he's got like a knife. He's like, ah! Well, he's got like a knife, but he also has like his pecs kind of look like boobs. And it's just like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a weird, very odd proportioned drawing. It's just weird. Yeah, and they also have Kickback, who we mentioned earlier. So what do you do if you're Kickback? Do you just kick? I think you just kick. Like backwards? What if you could only kick backwards? You're like a horse. Or or maybe you just kick people in the back. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, maybe he's like a centaur. He's just got a horse body. Oh, no, no. I I think I think. Oh, oh, maybe he's like, if you hit a deer, 
Like the most dangerous thing about hitting a deer is they can go through your windshield and kick you to death while they're still alive. Yeah. Uh, so maybe he does that. Maybe he just crashes through people's windshields and kicks them to death. Oh, you mean you see me just kind of waits on a country road so yeah, you can get hit? That's how, that's how he defeats the village. He's like, I gotta wait for the drive through here. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I gotta wait for this. I gotta wait for this. This my 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 contract my uh, uh, my target my target to go on vacation through the through the hills of New Hampshire. <laughs> And then I have to wander out onto the road and have him be like, oh, no, watch out, a man. And then I will <laughs> jump into his windshield and, and kick, kick him, him to, to death. death. Yes. And then I will call you and let you know that I've done the deed. Yes. That's exactly how that works. Or maybe he It's just, really like, could you just shoot him? And it's like, no, 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 this is better. I do like this idea about this guy. <laughs> I, I do have an idea about kickback being a guy and like kicks people in the back. <laughs> Because then, like, it's just, it's just everybody's just standing in front of him. He's like, I can't defeat you. He's like, no, turn around. He's got to do everything to try when to get you, you to turn, turn around. When you turn around to go to the urinal, I'm going to kick you in the back. That's What if the and every single Oh, that's time, how he beats all his villains. He just finds them in urinals. He only beats. What if he's trying to get a lady, though? Oh, what if they're looking in the mirror? <gasps> then doing their makeup. Exactly. Because then he's like, oh, no, but I can see your face. I can't kick you. Oh, wait. So in the Oh, if he sees their face? I don't know. How does it work? How does could he only kick people back? Because you think he's going to be conflicted and want to kick the mirror the the mirror back? Yeah. The mirrored back. Oh yeah. So what if he sees the back of a person in the in mirror, mirror and, and, and the inside the of a mirror? Does he kick the mirror? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does that count as a count as a gig? I don't know. I mean, if the mirror breaks, the <laughs> you per- have to break the mirror. Yeah, you have to break the mirror. Man, this is like like uh, uh, in India, they uh, had a huge problem with tigers eating their cows. Okay. So, might not be India, might be another place, but uh, I might be right about India. Anyway, so there was a play, uh, tigers eating their cows. So, what they actually had to do is paint eyes on the cows' butts so tigers don't attack them. Because they, if you look at them, they stop because they, they're like, oh, I'm only coming up from the back. They like the element of surprise, so they paint it. Wait, eye. so if you look at a tiger, it won't eat you? No, they they still will, but they prefer to come up behind you and surprise you. Does it, if you look at a tiger and you're like, ha, you can't eat me, he goes, aw. No, I mean, like, even you you can watch that behavior even with, like, house cats and stuff. If they're, like, getting ready to charge and whatever they're getting ready to charge at looks at them, some a lot of times they stop. Mm. They like Good to, to know. They like to come up from behind, so they would paint eyes on the cow's butts. So if you painted, like, if you painted eyes on a jacket and you wore it, like, kickback couldn't get you because he'd be like, "Oh no, you can see me." What if I painted a muscular back on my front of a, <laughs> for a t-shirt? I don't know. I don't know how that works. What if Where, I wore a t-shirt? Your t-shirt is just nothing but back. What if I wore a t-shirt of nothing but? Like, like a like, back. Let's pick a famous... In, instead of those bikini t-shirts, it's just a back. I'm going to pick a famous back. I'm going to pick uh, Pink's back. <laughs> Are they famous? She's got a sweet, I heard she's got a sweet swimmer's back. Okay. All right. So I'm going to wear a shirt of her <laughs> of facing Pink's the back, back. Of Pink's back. Okay. The Stinger Pink. I'm going to wear a picture of her on my, on my front. Then he can never kick me. Maybe not. Or maybe he can always kick you. I don't know how it works. Oh, no. That's right. Shit. No, he would kick me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then I would have to. Oh, no, you know what? Here's what I have to do. Okay, listen, check this out. Here's what I have to do. I would have to get one of those shirts where it's like a bikini, a bikini, or like a muscular chest. Yeah, but, yeah. But but wear it the other side. Yeah, well, have it on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. I get it. And now. then you're perfectly safe. Yeah, I know. Pink almost got me killed. Yeah. Oh, I'm fuck. sure she is pretty ripped though. She does that like aerial thing all the time. That's that well, I know that's strength. that's why I picked her back. Yeah, well I'm sure she ripped as fuck. That takes some serious strength. <laughs> I've heard about her back and I wanted to pick it. It's just people uh, are like, for, hey for Sean. This example, but uh, now I, no, so I, good. I'm so really happy to be talking to you about whatever. Oh, by the way, the singer Pink. Let's talk about her back. <laughs> Is that just like coming up in conversation? What? What would be in general? Yeah, just people calling you being like, hey, Sean, can we have a conversation about Pink's back? I think I was hearing on a podcast. <laughs> okay. I think it's that thing where you have you listen to a podcast oh, and, yeah, you thought, and then you're like, well, did I have that conversation? Did I have that conversation? Like, no, I didn't. That was actually, uh, you know, Jensen Carp talking about her <laughs> that back. That was on a podcast. <laughs> I but have... I mean, the thing is, I talked to Jensen Carp in real life, so maybe that transferred that, po- that conversation <laughs> to myself. <laughs> Oh. Through some sort of weird thing, yeah, that's 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 a real problem having. It's a real problem a lot of people have actually. If you listen to a lot of podcasts, <laughs> you're just like, oh, remember that time we were talking about? And they're like, oh no, I heard that on a podcast. I did not speak to you about Pink's back. <laughs> no one. Now, now, now we're passing it along to other people. Now we're gonna, you know, now poor, you know, uh, our poor poor fans are gonna be like, did I talk about Pink's back with you? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, she got really muscular back yeah she does <laughs> but yeah so uh kickback's the thing so kickback or or the last thing the last way that kickback would be effective is if he gives you savings oh yeah well i mean like if he gives you money back yeah it's like his kickback and he just kicks like money at you i'll take that but the money kills you oh <laughs> damn like, like he kicks like he kicks change in you and it goes to your heart <laughs> <laughs> he just always has rolls and quarters in his pocket. Yeah, he just, no, he's, he just so punts them all the time. He's just, uh. He hits you with rolls of quarters and it goes up into your fucking nose and it crushes your brain. Oh, wow. Well, wouldn't that be dimes, though? Like, do you think a quarter could fit up your nostril? No, no, no. Like, a whole roll. Yeah, but like... Could no, whole... like sideways. It's like this. Like, ah. Oh, I was picturing the entire roll going up your nose. No, 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 no. no. I'm talking so like... that's what I was thinking. Maybe I'm talking I, blunt I... force trauma. Oh, okay. Because I was like, I don't think I could fit a quarter up my nose. <laughs> Well, if you kick, the, if you kick back, you probably could. You kick it so hard, it goes up there. I would need a dime, I think. If I mean, uh, if we're gonna like rank change, I'm gonna put up my nose. No, he's kicked back because he's giving you the most savings. Oh, I see. He's very generous. <laughs> but he only does change. He's not gonna give me like you know bars of gold or whatever. Bullion. <laughs> it's only only for Glenn Beck. <laughs> he kicks. He kicks only kicks bars of gold at Glenn Beck. He's like, are you a libertarian? Oh, sure. Kicking bars of gold at you. Gold standard. Gold standard. So as you can see, we've been talking a lot about kickback because... There's nothing really much <laughs> else to talk about in this book, to be honest with you. It's really funny. It's a funny name. Kickback. Um, so anyway, who's this fuck now? This dude is Dr. Carl, Carl Malice. Okay. Who looks like Dr. Octopus. Yes, he does. And apparently, so he runs like this... Illuminati group of like assassin people, or he helps like you know getting people with a help setting up people with assassins, and you know he's basically like he sends out these dudes, and which is funny because there's like a you know a million secret societies in the Marvel universe, and apparently this is another one. Sure, why not? But so now so he's he's like ah I'm gonna take care of everybody, and apparently so they got like Cage's brother and Cage's father. Yeah, they have like a compound and shit. So, yeah. so that's where they are. But then we cut to the airport. Yeah, we're at O'Hare Airport, and where uh, because apparently Cage has moved to Chicago. Right. He no longer lives in in Harlem. Right. And Iron Fist has come to see him. 
So they're having a goodbye hug. Yeah, because like, hey, I'm sorry I tried to kill you even though I didn't. Yeah, sorry people thought I murdered you. Sorry you got stuck in that pocket dimension for however many years you got stuck. Yeah. Uh, so then they hug and they leave. Uh, or Iron Fist gets on a plane and he leaves. And Cage... And who's this woman? This is Dakota North. She's a uh, PI that I believe was in actually the new universe, but now she's here in the Marvel universe. Okay. So... You know, they're saying goodbye. And she's like, hey, look, I can help you. Uh, she she says, I need your help to help me find my brother and my dad. Yeah. And apparently he, in the last issue, he fought a guy named, a guy named Hardcore. Yeah, because it's the 90s. Because it's the 90s and there's some guys named Hardcore. And they're like, look, we need to, uh, you know, we'll fi- find my father and my, my brother. Wait, his or hers? His. His father and his brother. Because they're with uh, Dr. Octopus. Is oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Th- that guy's hair. So, and then we, we see a uh, guy, some little kid, like, picks up a sock that some weird dude drops. Oh, yeah. Drops. This, is a, this is weird. Like, so there's this kid, like, just like a three-year-old, and she just sees some sock, and she's like, man, drop. And I'm like, dude. Don't touch that guy's sock. Yeah, <laughs> gross. I've never seen. I've never seen kid. And that's the thing too. They do this a lot in books where kids just books. randomly pick shit up. Well, kids randomly pick shit up and they go, "Mister, you dropped." I'm like, I've never seen a kid do that. No, because kids are smart and stranger danger, etc. Yeah, uh, kids are a lot brighter than we give them credit for. Well, yeah, uh, they're not gonna touch the shit. So she's like, "Man, drop, man, drop," and then he drops a gun out of his suitcase and. Then he grabs it and he's gonna shoot the little girl because he thinks she's like a part of like some sort of a conspiracy that he's he's been you know he's up to and stuff and uh and yeah dude's crazy well he yells something like he goes I love this is another '90s name that I love it says the Psychomandos so Psycho Mandos Mandos Psychomandos yeah. they've turned all against me but you won't get me with not without a, a fight. Or you won't get me without a fight, and I'm taking you with me. And this girl's like, here's your sock. And then he's about to shoot this girl. And Cage decides to punch this guy into oblivion. And that's it. And like, I think that, that that's all that happens. That guy's like, like, Cage, I think, actually kills that man. Well, I think he, look like he's punching him in the dick here. Well, it looks like he punched him in the dick here. But then look at his fucking, his elbow just like goes about six inches into that guy's yeah, face. Yeah, speaking of kickback in your face. That guy's probably dead now. Yeah, that guy's dead. Like his, his... Well, he did try to shoot a girl. Yeah, but I mean, girl. like, he didn't actually shoot the girl. <laughs> well, he was gonna. He was crazy. Well, he was I mean, gonna. it's America. It's a... <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's just another day in America. But he, like, elbows this guy in the face, and I'm sure he's dead. But he's probably not really dead. Whatever. So Cage goes out to get his car or whatever. Yeah, which this is so weird. This is another one of those like, hey, there's this huge fight. And instead of being like detained by the police to like talk about what happened, get your story straight. Yeah, no, yeah, just, no just walk right out. Because as we know, the most lax place for security is airports. Yeah. There's never anybody around. Nobody's ever paying attention. Never. Uh, there's no fucking, you know, cameras everywhere. So they just like let him walk out and he goes to get his car. And then we cut to that underground compound where uh, Malice... Well, he's, by, by the way, he's being watched by a dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not Cage security, Not security. No. So we cut to an underground place where like his brother and his dad are being held in this compound thing and they're like oh it's a vacation yeah for some reason his brothers they go why they think it's a vacation because it's obviously like 
a horrible place because they're like stuck in a room where with one bed and a chair. Yeah. And like a glass doorway. And they're like, oh, this is a stupid vacation. And they have like a weird stand, like a weird uh, statue in here. It looks like you see this here. Is it like, it like, like a, a guy getting stabbed? It looks like a, it looks like a, a, ba- a baby in a water and a guy getting stabbed by the baby. Yeah, sure. I mean. And then they're just sitting in this room. In the, yeah. in the cage with his dad and his yeah. dad looks, looks looks like Mr. Buzzcut. Yeah, yeah, he does. From Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And uh, and so then they're like, "Oh, do you like do you like your uh, horribly sterile complex vacation?" They're like, "Oh, yeah," because some guy shows up in the door. I'm assuming it's Malice. He's yeah. like, hey, why don't you come with us? And then we cut back to Cage walking to find his car, and then he runs into this guy in the parking lot. And they get into a fight. Right. And so actually this is something that actually I found kind of cool about this guy. Because I forgot what his, I don't even forgot what this guy's name is. He calls him oh, Q-Ball. Yeah, no, he has a name. Let's, he says it later. But so here's what this guy can do is he's, I believe he is, you know, he's a, you know, cyborg yeah. type guy who is, who has programs of, in, that are that are programs that are based around other villains, uh, particularly so Iron Man villains. Okay, he, he's like my employer wants to talk to you. Yeah, employer wants to talk and to you. He's and he's like, "Fuck your employer." Yeah, his cage uh, like, "Fuck this shit." I don't and want that's this. when he's like, "Well, you know, well, I'm gonna do anything it takes to get you to talk to him." So that's when he like lights Cage on fire. Well, he goes Blacklash and Specification Two Seventy Three B and Act, and then he starts like electrocuting cage with his uh tendrils yeah and then he busts out one where he's like yeah he just says like whatever protocol it is like he'll say it out loud and then he'll be able to do it so it's like running a program using his weird cyber body well he calls out firebrand and then he does one with uh did i miss the one where he does with uh scorpion no, I think that's later. There's yeah. a bunch. This this fight goes on for quite a while. But I thought this, I thought this, I thought that was cool. I like that. Yeah. I like that stuff. So in there, of course, Cage is like, "I have steel skin," and they start fighting. That's always his thing. Cage is always like, "My steel skin," blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah, dude, we got it. You got steel skin. Calm down, bro. Yeah, and then they blow up. They're blowing up people's cars in the parking lot. That sucks. No cops, by the way. No, no cops. Nobody shows up to this. This isn't an airport park. This is in Chicago O'Hare. This yeah. is a busy international airport. Busy ass airport. Literally nobody comes. Nobody comes. Nobody else is walking to their car. Nothing. Well, thank God nobody else is walking to their car because they'd be dead. Right. So then we're back in the compound with Malice talking to uh, the dad and the brother and they see like some villains training and he's like oh you're not supposed to look at that then why are you showing them right and then what does he do here well he's like basically trying to tell him he's like look you he's like you have hate you have hate and you hate will tur- make us strong you want to turn that hate into some sort of crazy power well he's trying to convince like his dad that this is what's gonna you and, know. The, and the dad's like, fuck that, man. I'm going back to my weird sterile room. And I love the way they've drawn him walking. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like uh, Sylvester Stallone running. Yeah, he's walking very... He's, well, he's, got, he's got a cane and he's walking very, uh, very angrily yeah, and stuff. Yes, purposefully. And... Uh, but he, he wants... He's talking to the brother. He's like, look, I know you hate your brother. I could give you powers just like your brother has. Like, better. Yeah. Yeah, because, uh, well, you know, because bro- I mean, I... I don't know. Okay, I, I haven't been reading Cage, so I don't know exactly. I don't know if Cage and his father and his brother are all getting along, even though 
his Cajun's brother are together. I don't know. I get the sense that there's some issues here. But, you know, Cajun's brother, he's like, look, you know, we can, like, you can use this hate and this hatred to, like, unlock these powers that we're going to help try to yeah. shove into you. Yeah. And then we pass by this dude here. I think this is... uh it's just Bruce Wayne. Is it just, <laughs> oh, is he just hanging out it in bondage? Looks, it looks like Bruce Wayne. Is he on a bondage holiday? He is. He's like, this is fun for me. <laughs> This is fun for me. It's like people just tie me to shit. They tie me to shit and just kind of put me in a hospital bed and forget about me. It's kind of great. It's great. Nobody bothers me. Oh, yeah. So this is where he busts out some of these other moves. He does like the the whirlwind yeah, uh, thing. Yeah, we're back at the fight in the parking lot you know, that nobody cares about. Yeah, nobody cares about. He's spinning. His little uh, wires are shooting out all over the place. Yeah. And, you know, Cage That's throws like a rock into one. it. Yeah, and then he does the scorpion thing, which actually kind of looks weird because he's like this looks like this fleshy end of it. It's like, really Ew. gross. It's gross. It's disgusting. It is gross. You don't and, want that uh, coming at you. Yeah, but it's but by this point too, this Sometimes guy only it's has good to have a fleshy end coming at you. This is not one of those times. This guy and this guy too only has like half a face now because like of <laughs> that's the, right because Cage like punched it off because Cage like threw like his uh, thing into when did he? Yeah, I don't know. know. He has like half a face somehow. I think he like threw a tentacle into that guy's face yeah ripped off half the guy's face and so he's kind of creepy looking but he's still coming at him yeah he's still coming at him and uh is this the part where he says okay stop cage is like i don't want to fight you know, you're a man i don't want to fight you or whatever but then he's like but you're really a weapon yeah also i mean he's not a man he only has half a face and he's still like half a head yeah Half a head. And dude's still coming at you. And yeah, you can uh, kill robots. Yeah. He, I mean, ask Superman. He, Superman hates robots. Superman's a robo-racist, and he kills all the robots. This, you are, I mean, you're in a fight for your life. You're not just killing them because they're robots. Um. So finally, after like uh, some more fire, the doctor, the tinkerer finally comes. And he's like, Yeah, the hey, tinkerer. It's a tinkerer. He's, uh, he's the one that was watching from afar, and he's kind by of. By the way, sorry yeah. about this. Maybe we could have a conversation. And then What's-Her-Face shows up. I guess she's been here the whole time. Well, she's been waiting in the wings, and she sees him fucking with his thing, because the Tinkerer is like, you know, he's about to, like, he's controlling this thing, and, like, Dakota, thankfully, shows up, and she shoots his hand so mm-hmm. she can, like, stop this madness from happening or mm-hmm. whatever. Apparently, this guy's been controlling this dude from afar. Sure. Which I think, that's a... That's, a, that's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Because that's a lot of hardware to control, like, a dude from. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, you can't just have, like, an N64 controller control a dude, can you? I, you know, like I don't a know. Dude, like a man, like a cyborg? I don't know. I mean, I mean is it like a drone? Like, how, how much how much controlling do you need to do with a drone? I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, you can they... blow dudes up now from, like, using controls. Oh, yeah? Like, that's how the military does shit. They just, like, launch drones, and then they, like, have missiles that people, like, fly into their targets. Oh. Yeah. Good times. I mean, so it's a thing. I don't know how big the controls have to be, but I'm surprised I don't see more drones out. That's true. Why is that? I don't know. I, I think maybe they're not as prevalent around here because we live more in a city area. Maybe, Where else would they use them? Like in the country? Yeah, I think maybe it's easier out there, or maybe in the suburbs. Yes. I, I don't know. Huh. I don't know. It's a good question. Guys, drones. How do they work? <laughs> well, maybe the Tinkerer can tell us. I the bet tinker- the Tinkerer is all into what drones. What a stupid name. I know. I hate that name. He's an old dude. He's an old dude. He's like, I'm Tinkerer. Like, you sound like a you're creep. Like, you're creepy. You're a creep. Yep. But Tinkerer is like, my son, 
and turns out his son is the dude is Bruce Wayne in bondage. Oh yeah. So that's why we're uh, we're we're worried we're here. We're teaming up, guys. We're teaming up, you know. And he's like, "Look, and I." You, you're, he's like, you're- "I need my kid. You need your brother and your dad. Let's hang out." And Cage is like, "I guess we're gonna have to." Well, hang Dakota out. North is like, "I don't want to." Yeah, you, you're like a criminal. A fucking creep. You're a creep, and you need you're the fucking tinkerer. Yeah, you're a creep, bro. I don't want to hang out with you. And she's and like, "Cage is like, but I have no choice." My Family. father family my brother he's basically vin diesel in all the fast and the furious movies <laughs> he, he is vin diesel. he's he's black vin diesel that's, Actually, that's wait, just wait, vin diesel is it that vin diesel yes vin diesel is uh i believe half he's, black it's one half vin diesel <laughs> it's diesel it's vin diesel i like it so so they're gonna work together so then we cut back to the little compound and cage's brother's naked <laughs> He's naked. Look at him. He's I know, naked but I just like that. Right like, it's like we're back here from Cage's brother and he's naked. And he's like climbing in a pod. He's climbing in like a, fu- a pod. And I don't know. This is kind of like that scene where they like dip Harley and that like weird shit in Suicide Squad, the movie, because it's all like rainbowy. Ooh, so here's something I just noticed that I thought was kind of neat. So. What, he's got that thing on his head? No, so oh. he's about to stick with this pod, and uh-huh. they're like, we salvaged the basic machinery oh, yeah. from behind what was from the Iron Curtain. They say it was once used to animate the a living Colossus. So, which, yeah. Colossus. No, not Colossus. The living Colossus. Wait, what's the difference? There's a character named It, the living Colossus, who was a character that showed up in a few... Uh, he's been in a number of Marvel books, like especially in the 70s, mm-hmm. and he was like this granite robot that was hmm. like created or he's a granite statue that somehow like a golem like a golem yeah okay. like a golem that was like car you know carved for some reason and some reason he like became animated okay and like people just like kept on finding ways to animate it so eventually like, russia figured out how to do it oh. and they used whatever this stuff they're using here it's like hey we're using the same stuff they used for it yeah. although it was turned into dust by uh the hulk so he was not a sewer clown a super what? A sewer clown. A it. S- oh, he's... <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> if you want to see a really weird episode of the X-Files, uh, is the one involving a golem. It's one of the... Like, it's really bizarre, and it features this, like, wedding ring that's also a house. It's, like, the weirdest... I like it. It's, it's a very... I like, I like how weird it is. No, it's really weird, because you just, like, watch it, and you're like... What? Because they were trying to do something and I don't think it worked. What? So they couldn't? They had to get it, the living Colossus, to step on Mulder. Or something? Yeah, well, that's kind of what happened. <laughs> that was uh, just how it ended. Mulder just got punched by it, the living Colossus, and then the Hulk showed up and he smashed, and that was the end of that story. And then, and then, and then uh, Tim Curry was there too, and he was yeah, uh, and he just like <laughs> he was going fucking nuts in a library. He was going nuts in a library. He's like, you can see me. <laughs> And then, uh, and then, actually, which is probably my favorite scene of that entire movie, <laughs> uh, which is where Tim Curry is just like fucking chewing through scenery, and everybody else is just sitting there like he doesn't exist. I don't know. I would be if I was an extra in that movie, I'd be fucking laughing my ass off because that's fucking funny. Excuse me, sir, you have to leave Maine because you can't you can't stop <laughs> laughing at Tim Curry being funny. <laughs> get out of Maine. Get out of Maine. <laughs> that, that's what t- Stephen King just showed up like. Get out of Maine. <laughs> leave. I'll send my dog after you. Oh, he has a corgi. But that would be adorable. 
<laughs> and then I would just lose a fight to a corgi. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, you have to lose a fight to a corgi. It's too cute. I'd be like, oh, it's so cute. Oh, it's so cute. And I would just be, be chasing me. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> and then I get to the main state limits, and I'm like, ah, oh, I can't go back. Nope. So much for that. Now I'm in New Hampshire. Oh. <laughs> now, now, now I have to watch out for kickback. <laughs> yeah, because you're just waiting by the road. You're just waiting. It's like, where's your car? I got to jump in and kick you to death. All right. Anyway, so they dip. Uh, he gets in this pod and they dip him into this fiery protoplasm. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's that shit that they threw Harley in. Pretty much. Yeah. They're like, all right, now think about things you hate. And he's like. <laughs> If it were you, what would you be thinking of? And you're like dipped in the protoplasm. Oh, probably uh, people that ruined Thanksgiving and uh, <laughs> people that walk too slow at the mall. Yeah. I would be so mad. I'd probably be thinking about all media where the story hinges on like your parents having done something. Yeah. And then you getting just like sort of stuck in this conspiracy because you didn't know that your parents were like involved in it too. Yeah. That's what I'd be thinking about. I hate that. I'd be thinking about how like basically the entire reason that the Star Wars universe sucks is because of one family. (laughs) One fucking family. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'd be thinking about shit like that. Or the Batman universe. <laughs> or, or, ba- or, yeah. or DC or universe. Or the entire DC universe sucks because of the fucking Waynes. This is everybody's fault. Well, that would be great because then you would become Cold Fire. Oh. <laughs> Boo. That name is terrible. And you would come out and you would be a frosty, angry man. Angry woman. And, and you would scream Cage, apparently. Very loud. So it goes, Cage. And that's what happens to Cage's brother. He becomes cold fire. Is that just like an ice man? I don't know. It's like, I'm cold, but I'm hot. <laughs> Pretty much. That's what I would be just yelling the whole time if I was cold fire. Like, I'm cold, but I'm hot. Good I'm job. Hot. I'm hot. I'm hot. But you're not, but you're cold. But I'm cold. I'm hot. hot, hot I don't know hot. how that works. Like, if you're cold, how does cold I'm fire I'm going to touch work? you, I'm hot. I'm like, no, you're cold. I'm hot. Yeah, how does that work? How does, I don't know. I don't how know. How does cold fire work? Somebody explain I don't know. To me. I'd have to read the next issue of Cage. Do you want to read the next issue of Cage? I don't know. No. That doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? No. Okay. No, I would rather read a Power Man and Iron Fist from the seventies. Oh, okay. If I'm going to read about Cage, that's that's where I'd Throwing like to go. It down. Yeah. Jen's taking a stand. I am. I like it. I'd rather have those. Why books. marriage you? <laughs> <sighs> like that woman, she takes a stand on her power ca- ca- cage and power fist. Pick cage pa- and power pa- fist. Power fist. <laughs> These books ain't even real. She's taking a stand. Principled stand on which issue I'd prefer to read. Well, Coldfire lives, brother against brother in a hot southern town. Father and son reunited for how long? Guest starring Rick Mason, the agent. Who gives a shit? Nobody. <laughs> Who gives Yay, a shit? Yay, nobody cares. For, well, that's it for Cage, number 13 from April 1993. You would not read the next issue? No. If somebody threw it at me, I'd read it, but I probably wouldn't go away to do it. <laughs> if, somebody, if somebody kicked it at if you? If I got it in a box of 100 comics. If somebody kicked it at you, would you read it? Kick, if Kickback threw it at me? Yeah. And then as long as I was wearing my sh- my chest shirt on the back? <laughs> yes. I think that'd be a good day. I do want to point out, did you, have you ever see this ad on the mm. back here? Uh, so it's a Three Musketeers ad. Okay, it's got like... Like a car. So it's got a car and it says big wave. An right? old timey car. And it's got three dudes sitting in a car and two girls, one girl meekly, meekly waving. It looks like they're on uh, the PCH. Hey. 
and it has all these numbers kind of pointed, you know, uh, according to all these different like, you know, like characters. Like certain things. But certain things. And so number one is the, the, the driver. Maestro. He's the maestro, the coolest guy around who is feeling particularly cool because he thinks that the girl is waving at him. Number two, two. Stan, the jock, who is exercising his right to rag on his friend, the maestro. Stan thinks the girl's really waving at him. Well, the guy calls himself the fucking maestro. 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 Yeah, that guy's fucking lame. Yeah, fuck that guy. And number three, the professor, the brain, who can't figure... These guys aren't going to hang out together, first off. Can we just say that? Well, I do like this the professor guy because he looks like he's, he's the, just a jock wearing glasses. He's just a jock that slipped his hair back. And also and he has a wearing pencil. glasses. Oh, <laughs> he's the jock who brought a pencil to class. I brought a pencil. <laughs> but you have to write, you have to fill this form out in pen. I bought a pencil. I went to the bookstore and I stood there for three hours talking to the girl that works there, and I got a pencil. Uh, he can't figure out who the girl's waving at. But he assures the two idiots it's not them. For the girl, actually, she I like that you want... looped Maestro and Stan as idiots. <laughs> Am I wrong? I like that you paraphrase this. I can't. I can't first to the point where I actually thought that's what they wrote. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. Uh, for the girl, actually, all she wants is one of their three musketeers bar. But hey, it's a start. And five, the bar of all the big things in life, one of the biggest is the big chocolate of a three musketeers. So if you're on the it's, PCH and three dudes roll up to two girls and one's got a candy it, bar. So basically, if a girl waves at you, make sure you're not holding candy. Because if you're holding candy, she's waving at the candy. So this is basically like <laughs> me around any animal. Just, I'm just waving at people's pets like a fucking lunatic. I really want to be holding a candy bar and have a woman wave at me and just have her be like, ah. Just go, just because she's not waving bar. at you, she's waving at your candy bar. Is that a Clark bar? That's actually... that woman is crazy because candy bars are inanimate objects well, I can always they're not the gonna wave back well if she waves at me i'll assume she's gonna the candy bar and i'll meet the candy bar talking and I'll go hello i have a snickers <laughs> hi woman next time i see a guy holding a box of nerds i'm just fucking waving at that box he's like are you waving at me no i'm waving at the candy you're holding oh you should wave at more candy because <laughs> obviously i'm not fucking weird enough <laughs> <laughs> Let's try that out at the next convention we go to. Okay. Or a comic book store. Who's holding red vines? <laughs> Who's, no, it has to be chocolate. But I like red vines. Oh. <laughs> red vines can't talk. <laughs> yes, but Three Musketeers bars can. Three Musketeers have feelings. That's true. They so have feelings. They have feelings because they want to get eaten, and mm. then they get eaten, and then they don't have feelings because their nerves, their feeling nerves have been devoured by women. <laughs> You're anthropomorphizing a candy bar, talking about the pain they suffer when people bite hey, into them. The, 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 the ad started it. <laughs> it's true. They did. Don't, don't blame me. <laughs> I mean... I can't blame have, the Mars Corporation in 1992. I blame them and, the and ad whatever ad agency they hired to do this. Fucking ad. Don Draper Junior Junior. <laughs> is that what uh, what's his name? Bobby? Did Bobby Draper write that ad? Oh, Bobby! No, Gene. This is what Gene grew up to do. <laughs> Baby Gene. We all we all, we didn't hear from him. That's true. Whatever happened to the I Baby mean, Gene grew up to do this ad. Do you think he's as much of a dick as his dad? Yeah. Yeah. That's why. That's why. That's why. Mad Men. I mean, they're all like fucking Mad Men fan fiction <laughs> for the week, guys. What happened to Bobby? Oh, Bobby did heroin. <laughs> he was kind of a jerk. Well, he changed characters three times. Like, didn't they cast? I know. Kid, you like, change. Three he's, he's, times. He's, 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 he can change. He can what change on a whim. To Sally. Do we think Sally died? 
Sally became a hippie. Sally obviously became a hippie. Very <laughs> hippie. 100% became a hippie. But did she like become like a Manson family member? Uh, Ooh, or, Manson, yeah. You know, because she probably ran off to San Francisco, probably to escape her horrible family because Betty died. Yeah. And then she oh, that's was, right. Betty did die. She had cancer. She had the C. That was kind of weird. Yeah, she had the lung cancer. That's kind of weird. Like, all of a sudden, they're like... And, and she's dead. I'm like, I'm going to die now. Yeah. Goodbye. I think they just couldn't think of anything else to do with her. I think they're just... I, I wonder if that's... I mean, Matthew Weiner probably thought that the whole time. He's like, he's like, oh, I can't wait for Betty to die. Yeah, I guess. That's a good question. He's got a new book out, apparently. I read about it. It sounds like garbage. <laughs> Sorry. Because it's called heather the totality or something and it's just basically about heather like the tote bag what yeah heather the tote bag it's about a girl who is also luggage oh <laughs> and, and, and the amazing adventures she goes on in the bowels of airplanes oh does she wave at any candy <laughs> i think uh several crunch bars <laughs> she really loves crunch bars she makes friends with a lot of them at airports yeah i would i, I would too it's like that movie bag. where tom hanks gets stuck in an airport for several years and that's... we just focus on the bag yeah but it's just the bag and her uh friendships with candy oh, okay <laughs> i'm glad that i'm glad that book got wrote <laughs> got that, that, i'm glad that book was done that's good yeah i'm glad somebody published that glad somebody, glad somebody published that that's the way published. <laughs> I've always wondered what happens to a bag when it sits at an airport. Is it, now, I, go, now and, I, I go, and is it friends with candy? <laughs> this is a very important thing. Anyways, Cage. It's a book. It's a book that we read. <laughs> if you like our show, please go on. Who I- likes this show? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if I like it sometimes. <laughs> Nobody likes this show. We don't even like this show anymore. <laughs> Fuck you, show. No, I'm just kidding. I love this show. No, we love this show. <laughs> Because how we we could how else would we talk about bags that are friends with candy? I've had a mad Sunday, babe. <laughs> Between this and me talking with Joe, me and Joe went on a good riff about uh, Ken Patero and his prison prison friends. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, you've done a lot of podcasting today. I know. I ha- I've just done this. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's been it's been a hard day for me. Well, that's it for this week. We got coffee. I did. I walked to the Starbucks that's right across. That's like a block away from the other Starbucks. That was really exciting. I know. New, Not new... even a block. It's a fucking light away. I like that. Yeah. But that was a walk up. Hey. New Starbucks. Hey, exercise and coffee. Right? Same. And all in the same shot. There you go. Yeah, I cleaned. Nice. So that's it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram, jenstansfield.tumblr.com and jenstansfield.wordpress.com. And oh, yeah, and my other podcast, I Could Talk Kayfabe, which I've alluded to multiple times today on the show. You can listen to that on Apple Podcasts as well as this show, which you can rate, subscribe, oh, man. and review. Leave Give us five, five stars. stars. Yes. And of course, Facebook. Facebook, Worst Collection Ever. Email us, worstcollectionever at gmail.com. Tell us about your Black Friday sales. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're going to buy comics on Black Friday. Or if you're a comic book store. And or you if you're wanna... a comic book store. Uh, yeah, let us know. Yeah, we like so, that. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's it. That's, uh, that's the show. Yeah, that's it for this week's show. Thanks for listening, folks, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye.